Hello, bingies. Welcome back to Headbingers in Charge. I'm Mackenzie. And I'm Courtney. We're really happy to be back after taking an extra week off. Uh, we missed y'all very much. We really did. But it also gave us a little extra time to get some binge watching done and really finalize all the details for this year's spring binger games. That's right. Spoiler alert. There will be multiple binger games this year. Court, I gotta stop you there. You can't give too much away. We gotta save all that for later. You're right. You're right. My bad. Um, later on in our conversation, we will be explaining the new and improved binger games and also revealing the theme for the spring games. Mm. Please stay tuned for all that information. In the meantime, we're going to be talking about the Netflix original series, Sex Education. I've been really excited about this one, and I'm even more excited to hear what you thought about it, Ken's. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited. What do, you, I, uh, what do you think I thought of it? I don't know. I know it's uh, the show is a little raunchy, which I don't know if that's really your style. So I think there are definitely certain aspects of it that I know you're going to enjoy. I just wonder what you thought about all the overt raunchiness. Okay. We'll see, I guess. I, I guess we'll find out. I'm not going to give anything away. <laughs> well, if you haven't seen or heard of Sex Education, it's about an insecure high school student, Otis, who has all the answers when it comes to sex advice, thanks to his therapist, Mom. So, the school's rebel, Maeve, proposes that they start a school sex therapy clinic. Basically, they just start charging students for a relationship and sex advice and start a little clinic and uh you know the student body and the teachers and the parents all have their issues and uh it's very therapy positive we love to see it everyone everyone should go to therapy um but there are some trigger warnings here that we want to um let you all know about definitely uh sexual assault uh homophobia bullying and possibly a couple others. So as always, make sure you do your own research before indulging and take care of yourself. But in the meantime, I'm ready to start talking. So let's hit that spoiler alert button, Kens. All right, Court. Well, I'm assuming that you like the show since you recommended it. I did. I really enjoyed it. It was... One of those shows that I really just gave a shot because, you know, we're kind of in this uh, who can watch more shows in a year war. Mm. And I was like, yeah, this looks kind of funny. Like I could probably get through two episodes of this. And I think the first night I put it on, I watched the whole first season. So, so that's your, your game. Um, You're just going to start watching two episodes of everything just to beat me. <laughs> Well, no, that's the thing is, the thing is, if I'm going to try something, I want to at least be able to get through two episodes so I can count it. That's all. Okay. Um, because I also kind of felt uh, the same way about another show I just started, but that's another, <laughs> that's another train of thought. Um, but yeah, I really just fell in love with sex education. I think it's funny. And of course, they kind of, I don't know about you, but they kind of got me with that plot line at the beginning of... Uh, Maeve and Otis both kind of, you know, liking each other, but like not knowing if they were going to get together or not. So 
um, you know, I was kind of like, all right, well, I want to get through and see if they end up together, um, which annoying how like they finally end up together at the end of this season and then Maeve's going to America. But I guess we could save that for another <laughs> for a later conversation. But what did you think of the show, Mackenzie? Yeah, so I wasn't hooked right away. Um, wasn't something that I was like, oh, I have to keep watching. Um, you just had to was, keep I, watching because I made you. Yeah, I could definitely see it was your type of show because it was, you know, funny and lighthearted and, you know, I'm more for like the drama, you know, the suspense. Right. But it was good. Um, the thing that kept me going was honestly Otis and Maeve's relationship. Yeah. I truly appreciate a slow burn relationship. A slow burn. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Very cool. Did you have a favorite character throughout the three seasons we watched? A hundred percent. Who? You want to guess? Do I want to guess who your favorite character was? Yeah. Hmm. I'll guess yours. Do you have one? I think so. Um, who would your favorite character be? Um, I don't know. Maybe Amy? No, she's a good one, though. <laughs> she's funny, right? She's funny. Amy. She reminds me of, like, she's like a Phoebe character, you know? She's, like, there yeah. for funny. Yeah. She's the comedic relief. Who is it? Maeve. Maeve, oh man, that was my first thought. And then I was like, nah, I got to stick with the funny. I got to go with, all right, what do you like about Maeve? I think we we got the most depth out of her. She's like the most complex and like her relationships with everybody were different and they each showed something different about her. Like her and Amy's relationship, I loved their friendship. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Um, I even enjoyed her and Jackson's time together. It showed a lot about both of them. Mm -hmm. And then her and Isaac, her and her mom and the sister, and of course her and Otis. I just think she had the most depth, and I think just her acting was the best, the actor. Okay, fair enough. Do you want to guess my favorite character? Yeah. I feel like you like Otis, but I don't know if he's your favorite. Uh, I'm going to go with Otis. It is not Otis. Mm. It is Adam. Yeah. That I was in the yes. back of my mind. It is Adam for the exact same reason you said Maeve. I feel like he had a very strong character arc. I mean, if you think about, I mean, the first two, three, four episodes, I don't know how many, because like I said, I kind of watched them all in a binge, but those first few episodes, I mean, you hate him, right? He's an asshole. He's a bully. He's, you know, picking on Eric for being gay, and he's obviously has uh, masculinity issues, and his, I mean, we know why his dad is a piece of shit basically um and then he goes through this development and you know 
figures out that he is gay or queer of some sort. I don't think we really confirm that he's strictly gay, but no, I think he said he, he said he was bisexual. He did. Oh, you're right. I remember that now. Yes. Yeah, so, um, yeah, well, yeah, because there was that moment when he was looking at the poster and he was looking at the girl and the guy. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. He's going <laughs> back and forth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just thought. I mean, that was a very interesting uh, development for him. And he ends up just being like, by the end of the, you know, season three, he's like this fluffy little teddy bear. And oh my God, my heart was broken when him and Eric broke up and he wrote that poem. And it was like, at least I know I have a heart because it stopped beating. I was literally crying. I was like, oh my God, stop. (laughs) Why are you so adorable? (laughs) Like I hated you two seasons ago. I'm not a fan of Eric. Not a fan of Eric, really? No, I don't know. He just bothers me. Okay. I really hate I, how he did Raheem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Eric is proving not to be a good character in relationships. That's for sure. Uh, I think him leaving Raheem was very weird and unprompted. And then he finally gets Adam, who I thought well, I was like, I finally was like, okay, well, this is who he wants. Then that's fine. Like, because I love Adam. And then he kisses somebody else. And I'm like, well, what do you want? What do you want? You know, I mean, I understand his point. uh, Because, you know, sometimes when you're out and proud, it is hard to be with someone that's not as out and proud. But I don't know. I guess because they're young, they're in high school. He doesn't want to handle all that weight. But I don't know. There is something fun about Eric. I love him and Otis's relationship. I I think they're so cute. Like mm-hmm. when Otis and Eric Dresses were up. supposed to go to the <laughs> to the drag uh, show or whatever, or they went to go see a show, like all dressed up in drag. Like that was so cute to me. Although Otis kind of stood him up, but yeah, you know, um, I think Eric has some redeeming qualities. But I totally understand where you're coming from there. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have a least favorite character, kind of on that uh, on that note? Um. There's not one that, like, sticks out more than others, but. There's an easy answer here. Is there? I mean, the the, I think the so. headmaster? No. The dad? Headmaster? No, although they're both pretty shitty, too. But at least, uh, at least uh, I think that Mr. Groff is kind of, uh, he's kind of circling back now a little bit, you know? Like, he's growing. He's getting there. Mm-hmm. Um, who's the lady I keep calling Holly Hope Hope is uh, she's still just kind of like what's her problem even though she had that little bit of a breakdown at the end I still kind of don't like her but she's still not my least favorite what's your what's your obvious answer Isaac who's Isaac the guy um, that lives across the street from Maeve in the wheelchair Oh. Oh. Yeah, I don't like him. I can't stand him. The minute he deleted that voicemail, he went on my villain oh, list. Oh, yes. Yes. Absolutely. I mean, that's the one thing we're sitting here waiting for is for Otis and Maeve to get back together. And back he together. They never voicemail. even got together. Or sorry. Yeah, you're right. Get together. <laughs> they were close so many times, though, including that time. Otis finally, you know, decided he's going to just tell Maeve how he feels. You know- and. That was something that I didn't think was maybe, I guess, realistic. Because 
why did he have to tell him like tell her to check her voicemail like you're gonna she's gonna see her that she has a voicemail i guess that was only said so that he could go and delete it like if you think so i don't know i don't i don't think that that's an odd thing to say i mean i don't think you say it to everybody but like if you send a voicemail telling a girl that you have a crush on that you love her you're kind of like hey tell her to check her voicemail like i don't know yeah but he knew that they kind of had a thing so like i don't know why would you tell him yeah i don't know i guess he didn't see him as a threat maybe he thought he was a nice guy i guess i don't know I do not know, but Isaac's definitely on my shit list. Hope is too, and so is Mr. Groff, but I think he's he's uh he's developing a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, did you have like a favorite episode or a favorite moment or anything? Anything that stands out to you? Yes. So my favorite moment. This is like I can always when I think of the show. This is the moment I flash back to. I bet we're thinking of the same moment. I bet we're not. Oh, okay. Um, maybe we are. I don't know. Go ahead. Go for it. So mine is when Otis gives Maeve a birthday present. And they're at the lockers. And he gives her the book. And she goes, a five-year diary? And he's like, yeah. And I, I ripped out all your birthdays. So you don't have to celebrate them anymore. And like uh... her. No, it's just her acting there. Like. You could tell what she was thinking based on her facial expressions. Like she got to like this little girl with butterflies. Like she's had this like little smile on her face. And um, and then he started to walk away and, you know, she was like, Otis. <laughs> and then you thought she was going to tell him that, but she didn't. And you could see that switch too. Like that, she's such a good actress. You could do like everything. You could like see it in like her eyes and her smile. Mm-hmm. That's a really cute moment. I honestly forgot about that one. That's definitely a good one. Yeah. Um, I think my favorite moment and maybe one of the most powerful moments in the show is the episode um, where the girls find out about Amy's sexual assault and they all ride the bus together. Mm-hmm. That would definitely Amy be... Amy was afraid to ride the bus. I was going to say my um, my favorite episode would be the one where they all had the detention together i think that was the same episode yes and they had to do some figure out something they all had in common and then they did and they went and they smashed the stuff and then i think that's when they rode the bus too that would be my favorite episode but the other was my favorite moment yeah because i'm pretty sure it was in detention when amy just blurted out i can't ride the bus Mm -hmm. and that's when they started talking about it and that's when they realized like they all had stories like that and that's you know terrible to think that that's the only thing that females can relate on you know but it uh, it's the sad truth that you know and I don't know what the actual statistic is but if you're in a room with women the chance is of most of them having experienced some sort of sexual assault or sexual harassment is really high mm-hmm. and uh you know when she got to the bus and all the girls were on the bus I was literally in tears and like it it reminded me of that Grey's Anatomy moment when that when the girl that survived the sexual assault when they wheeled her down the hallway and all the oh, women the, were standing there like yeah. and that's why I thought you might have thought of that moment too was because of like the correlation with Grey's Anatomy there but mm-hmm. um yeah I thought that was a a really powerful moment for sure yep I agree uh let's talk about some um 
some funniest moments do you have any favorite funny moments um i liked when um ola ala how do you say her name ola i think ola yeah it's funny because they have like the accent so yeah that's true but i like when she was trying to figure out her sexuality and she did the the test online and she's like oh i'm pansexual and adam was like what do you mean you're effing pots and pans or <laughs> that is funny that, <laughs> that reminds funny. me of when he's, grandmom said that <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's like i know a guy that you know likes to use a vacuum so it's not weird <laughs> <laughs> that's funny that shit's funny when i think of funny moments too i think about i mostly think about amy with her like with her vagina cupcakes or like oh, yeah. even she's like all vulvas matter <laughs> all vulvas matter yeah That's so they're funny. all beautiful and unique in their own way <laughs> right um or even that last episode where she's like oh i'm anxious i gotta take a poo <laughs> where, did that, where did that come from i mean you know you know me i love a good i love a good fart joke or a good poop joke so and then when she's like i wouldn't go in there if i were you yeah and she like starts to go in there she's like no seriously don't go in there <laughs> yeah amy is really funny i like her amy is really funny um she just cracks me up how like blunt she is mm -hmm. i think that's what i like um the most about her i do like her boyfriend he's so sweet steve yeah he is and i feel bad and, and that's why like i understand why it was so hard for her to break it off because it was almost like she had no reason to mm -hmm. except like like it wasn't anything he did wrong it was just she was changing as a person and needed some time to grow mm -hmm. which i think almost makes it harder you know i feel like it's almost easier if you can blame it on something like oh because you cheated or because you do this or because you do that but when you have no reason to break up with a person i feel like it's harder Def definitely but I'm trying to think of other funny moments <laughs> there's definitely a lot like i know the last uh couple episodes were kind of covering um heavier things but i feel like those first two seasons were so funny yeah the the one thing is like sometimes i feel like some of the episodes were just fluff mm -hmm. but yeah i do think it was good i do think the show is great for like what it promotes you know like it's a very realistic show if that makes sense like i know there's this huge debate on like uh you know promote promoting abstinence versus promoting safe sex like it's one of those things where like you know teenagers are gonna have sex if they want to especially if you tell them not to you know so it's smarter to teach them how to have safe sex instead of telling them well no don't have sex at all because then they're just gonna do it however they want to do it you know um i like that aspect of it and I like yeah, I liked um, I liked Otis and Jean's relationship, and how like open and honest where they were with each other. Agreed. And I like that you know even though she's a therapist and you know she's taught him to be open and honest, their relationship isn't perfect either. Mm -hmm. You know, I think it makes it easier for him obviously to be open and honest, but it's still not super easy. And I think that's an important thing for people to see too. Mm hmm. Well, let's talk about a uh, couple of the the biggest moments in the show. I think uh, one of the biggest things that affected a lot of the plot lines was Hope taking over as the headmaster. 
was one of those things where, I don't know about you, but I was personally excited to see Mr. Groff get out of there. And when Hope came in on the skateboard, they were all like so excited and hopeful. Um, and then she ended up being worse off than he was, I think. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. I don't know, all the uniforms and making them walk in a straight line and I don't know. Yeah, there was, I don't know, that, uh, that, um, what's the word, but that, like, push on structure was a lot and it affected a lot of things. Um, we saw a lot of fun, I think, friendships come out of that, like with, uh, Jackson and Vivian. I thought that was a cool little duo there, the two of them. Yeah, I agree. I really like Jackson a lot. I like Jackson a lot too. I didn't like him when he was with Maeve. I think that's because I was a little biased because I wanted Maeve to be with Otis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he did kind of come off as just like the popular jockey boy, you know, the first couple episodes. But I think they really gave him some growth when he was struggling with his mom pushing him too hard at swimming. Or I guess both of his moms, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, one was a little more harsh than the other, but. Um, you know, and then him and Cal's relationship, which went from friendship to maybe more than a friendship to back to friendship. Um, I think, you know, there's a lot of great things that this show touches on that a lot of, you know, um, a lot of shows don't really touch on, you know, um, I think talking about binding and safe binding in that last episode or two was really important. Um, a lot of really cool LGBTQ issues that don't really get shown in TV shows today. So, mm-hmm. overall, I think it's a pretty cool show. I'm a big also, fan. Also, even as much as I hated Isaac, I mean, I think him and Maeve's relationship was important to be portrayed too, and how they had open communication and, you know, when they were getting intimate and she was like, oh, can you, what can you feel? Can you feel this? Like... Definitely. I thought that was important. Definitely. Yeah, relationships of all kinds are very um, important to be shown and portrayed. So, 100%. 100%. We gotta, we gotta go into some of the weird moments. Because I can't with another musical episode of television. <laughs> and that musical was the weirdest thing ever. You didn't think it was funny? I thought it was so funny. They're freaking <laughs> singing about penises and vaginas. <laughs> yeah, but it was weird. I don't know. It was funny, well, but what was the song? You know how I feel about, about singing. Tits? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, but I thought I was like, oh, if I know this is a musical episode, but Kenzie's gonna just think it's funny because they're talking about tits. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. It was, you know, a pretty more one of the more bearable musical episodes. But you know how I feel about musical episodes. Yeah, um, I know. And Lily, we haven't talked about Lily at all. She's a strange person. <laughs> she is. She <laughs> is. Alien uh, stuff. <laughs> she is a little out there. I think she also kind of, again, the Phoebe vibes, right? She's the one that's a little out there. She's there for some comedic relief. I like how blunt she oh, is, too. You know what? I, I, I just remembered a funny moment that I liked when um, she was trying to get with Otis. And she's like, let's put on some mood music. And he turns on like his stereo and it's like whale sounds. <laughs> <laughs> he's like oh it helps me go to sleep <laughs> like, what is it this? is funny you know, i like 
I forget how exactly it happened, but she literally just like went up to him and she was like, do you want to penetrate me or something like that? (laughs) Do you want to have sex with me? He's like, what? Yeah. And then they were just like laying in the bed holding hands. She's like, we've been holding hands for like an hour. I just want to fornicate with you now. (laughs) (laughs) See, I knew there was funnier moments in the first season. It's just so far in the back of my brain now. (laughs) Yeah. That shit's funny. What did Um, you think of um, Jakob? I hate that name. Every time they said it, I was like, ugh. I know. I hate it too. Um, Jakob is an okay character. He doesn't do much for me. I don't love him. I don't hate him. He's just kind of there. You know? Um, Mm -hmm. I was really upset that he accused Gene of cheating and asked for a DNA test. That felt a little out of left field. Mm. But then we kind of got that cliffhanger there at the end, which kind of made me nervous when she opened that DNA envelope and she said, oh, shit. I was like, yeah. Oh, my God, Gene, what the fuck? <laughs> How I thought, like, I don't know. Like, it seemed like they were together for so long. Like, did she cheat on him? Uh, maybe she was just further along than she thought. Maybe. I don't know. Ugh. Well, sorry, that kind of jumps into the next segment with predictions. But uh, before we get there, any any last minute thoughts or moments or anything you want to say? Let me look at my notes. Oh, you know what was weird? What? <laughs> and they went to um, France, I guess. And the the poop in the sock. <laughs> what? <laughs> That was like the most random thing ever. Why did that have to happen? I don't know. <laughs> I They're don't like going around like, know. pick up your pants. Let's see who has socks on. I was like, what is this? Literally, they were like, how? Okay, we need to make Raheem and Adam bond over something. What is the most embarrassing thing Raheem can do that Adam can stick up for? And they're like, oh, you know throw his poop out of a window like what else in a sock (laughs) in a sock like what i don't know of all of the things that i like if that were me if i was raheem and i had just clogged up the toilet that is the last thought that would come into my mind is oh pick it up with your hand in a sock and throw it out the window yeah what no, no way. Would never cross my mind. Maybe boys think differently. I don't know. I think we need some men to weigh in here. <laughs> yeah. We need some men to weigh in here. Would you do that? Would that be a thought in your mind? <laughs> if we have any male listeners out there, we want to know. Hit us up. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever. Mm-hmm. We want to know. Um, But anyway, before we jump into those predictions... I have a fun little game, Mackenzie. Yeah. Hit me. What do we got? Oh, yeah. Let me see. I got to pull up my notes here. I don't have a name for it. Okay. Sorry. Um, We'll just call it Think Fast. Think Fast. Okay. Yeah. What do you think fast? So basically, I'm going to give you like a prompt, okay? That doesn't make sense now, but it will when you hear the first one. And the first one or two will be easy, okay? Mm -hmm. And you're going to tell me the first character that comes to your mind. Okay. 
Okay. You can think about it for like a couple seconds, but it's supposed to be like fast, like five so seconds or less. This is like Phoebe's game. Yeah, kind of like Phoebe's game. Okay. Right? Except it makes sense, I think. I don't know. Well, it's not really a game either. There's no right or wrong answers. It's it's just your your opinions. I want to know your opinions, but I don't want to give you time to think about them. Okay. And we actually, we kind of touched on the first, uh, a couple of the first ones, so... We're going to see what you think. And uh, are you ready? I'm ready. Hit me. All right. Let's play Think Fast. Favorite character? Maeve. Favorite queer character? Raheem. Least favorite character? Uh, Mr. Groff. Funniest character. Amy. Most underrated character. Steve. Best duo. Can be past or present. Otis and Maeve. Hottest male character. Jackson. Hottest non-male character. Maeve. Best couple could be past or present. Well, were Maeve and Otis ever really a couple? Does that count? Uh, Yeah, I'll count it. Go for it. All right, Maeve and Otis. Worst slash weirdest couple. Again, could be past or present. Otis and Ola. <laughs> that was weird. Best teacher. Like uh, the girl. Uh, what's her name? Miss Sands. Sands. Yeah. Yeah. Best parent or parents. Jean. Worst parent or parents. Mr. Groff. Oh, well, no, 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 Maeve's mom. Okay. Best comeback slash character arc. Adam. Best breakup, meaning the one you were most excited about, I guess. Otis and Ala. Worst breakup. Eric and Raheem. Because I didn't like how Eric ended it. And save the best one for last. Who was the best animal slash pet in the show? I can't think of any. Who have animals? Oh my gosh. There's Adam's dog, Madam. There's Amy's goat. Goat. (laughs) (laughs) The goat's your favorite? Yeah. All right. Very good. Very good. That was all of them. Good job. Thank you. Um, just to compare, I had um, Cameron do the, do it to me, and these are the answers I got, just so you mm-hmm. know. For my favorite character, I said Adam. Favorite queer character, Eric. Least favorite character, Isaac. Funniest character, Amy. Most underrated character, Raheem. Best duo, Jackson and Cal. Mm. Hottest male character, I was going to say Jackson, but Eugene slid in that last episode, and I was like, ooh, 
he's hot. <laughs> to Viv's boyfriend, he's hot. Yeah. Um, hottest non-male character, Maeve. Best I was, couple. I was going between Maeve and Ruby. That's why I was. Mm. I stopped for a mm. minute. Cameron said Ruby. Yeah. Um, hottest. Or no, I did that one. Uh, best couple. I said Raheem and Eric. Worst slash weirdest couple. I said Lily and Ola. I think mm. they're so weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just can't. I think they're so weird. Um, best teacher, Miss Sands. Best parent, I said Maureen. I like her a lot. Uh, worst parent, Mr. Groff. Um, I, I think I was going to say Maeve's mom if she didn't have that last little moment in that last episode where she kind of admitted that she did her wrong, gave her the money, and said, go be a better person without me. I respected that. Mm -hmm. uh, best comeback slash character arc Adam best breakup I said Maeve and Jackson mostly because that meant Maeve could be available for Otis <laughs> but for worst breakup I said Otis and Ruby only because I felt really bad for Ruby like she was finally like opening up and you know invited him to meet her dad and then Otis was just like okay bye I love Maeve um, and then for best animal slash pet, of course, goat is the answer. That's the only right answer. Madam mm -hmm. is cool and all, but goat is like the shit. So, mm -hmm. but are those like the only two? Cause I don't know. Are they the only two animals? They might be. Cause when you said, I was like, what, is there like a whole bunch of animals that I'm missing here? <laughs> no. Well, there was just, there was more than one to choose from. I just wanted to make sure that, you know, we're both watching the same show here. Okay. <laughs> Um, well, there you go. That was uh, Think Fast. I liked it, Court. Thank you. I spent a lot of prep time on that. Um, all right. Well, we got season four coming hopefully soon. Is there a date for that? I don't know. I'll have to fact check that. All right. Fact check it. Season four is definitely confirmed, though. I know that. That it is. Um... But we got season four, hopefully soon. So we're going to talk about uh, where we think season four will go. We won't really call it predictions because there's not really a lot to predict. Um, but more of just a general conversation of where we think it could go. Maybe a couple theories. We'll see. We'll see where the conversation leads, huh, Kenz? Yeah. Let's do it. So... Here's an easy conversation starter, okay? The very last moment of season three, Gene opens it. that oh. envelope. Oh, what? What did no, you hate? I thought when Maeve and Otis, I just hated it. Oh. All of that for that. I hated I it. I know. Um, Gene opens the envelope with the DNA test, which we assume is when she got the paternity test, and she says... Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, what do we think that means? I don't know. I don't... Here's my thing. She didn't sleep with Otis's dad, right? As far as we know. They were just making out. As far as we know. I mean, the only other... She was sleeping with that other guy that, you know, thought she was his mom. <laughs> um, right. I think maybe it's not about that. I think maybe it's like... In there it says that she's having twins. Or something interesting 
Oh wait, she already had the baby. Doctors. (laughs) I was gonna say she already had the baby. Like you think the. Because I, I, I thought it was like, oh, maybe the, the second one was a miscarriage or something. But I was like, you think they didn't notice the dead fetus? No, I forgot thing? she had the baby already. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe that could work. I mean, twins are known to like eat each other in the womb, right? So maybe there was a second embryo at one point. I don't know how. She got the, the paternity test pretty late, though. Yeah. I don't know how I any know. of that That's works. That's probably wrong. But... I don't know. I just, I think it's Jacob's baby. I don't, but I don't know. I I really hope, I really hope it's Jacob's baby. Um, I could see them setting that up after you know, Jacob and Ola and you know Jean just had a moment and they named the baby together and Ola was all like, "I think you're gonna love your new family more than you love me." And then they find out that the baby's not even theirs. Like that's kind of set up for television, but. I really, I hope it's Jakob's baby, just for the sake of Jean saving face here, because I like Jean. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, maybe it's something else. Maybe some, I don't know what else they look for in a paternity test, but maybe something came back just like about her, you know? Like, I don't know, like her blood cell counts were low or something. <laughs> I don't know. Oh no, I have an iron deficiency. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. You know what I mean. Yeah. Do you? I don't even know what I mean. So, I don't know. I think I think you're right. I think there is potential for it to be something else. I just don't know what that something else could be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me neither. Um, Going back to that other moment at the end mm. of the season, Maeve is going to America. Well, we didn't talk about them being stuck at the bus stop. That was one of the best. Right. Finally happened. It finally happened. She's like, what'd you say? And he said it. And he like pretty much remembered everything he said. Right. Which was impressive. I mean, it's a TV show, but. I literally was like, I can't believe that was the cutest voicemail. And no one will ever hear it. She'll never hear it. But I'm really glad that he remembered it. And that it came up in conversation. I was like, why has this not come up in conversation yet, y'all? Come on. Mm Mm-hmm. So I was really happy for that moment, too. Um, She's like, did you mean it? He's like, of course I do. Cute. Very Aww. cute, right? Yeah, um, I think, like, the the one thing is, like, she has all these abandonment issues because of her mom, right? Mm-hmm. And Otis is always reassuring her with everything. Right. So that's that's why I like them. I love that. That's really cute. Um, I'm happy... That she is deciding to still go to America, like I think I was hoping really Otis good... would go with her. <laughs> I think it's a really good opportunity. I mean, hey, I think if anything, the show's kind of set up for him to be able to do that, right? I mean, their school's about to fall apart. Yeah, they... and that's the thing. Did they say like how long she has to go for, or is she what's she doing? I don't remember. It was some kind of program. I assume it's like when when you know the foreign exchange students like study like come abroad. In, it's like a study abroad. Yeah. Like a study abroad, maybe. Um, so it's probably just for like a semester, I would think. Um, but what do you think that means for the show? Do you think she's going to be in it next season at all? I think they'll do a time jump. You think? To when she's back. Mm, okay. And she'll probably come back and 
one of two things are going to happen. She's going to come back looking for Otis, and Otis is going to be with somebody else. Say, Ruby, perchance. Or Otis is going to be waiting for her to come back, and she comes back with an American boyfriend. With some American man. Mm. Ugh, they're not worth it, honey. Yeah. <laughs> um, I hope not. That's what I think is going to happen. And it's going to make me angry because, you know, three whole seasons of just waiting for this and then it mm-hmm. still doesn't happen. I would want them to, you know, live their own things and then come back together. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. If the time jump happens, I think that that will happen. It's like something's got to stir the pot if they're going to start off together in the first season. I mean, in the first episode, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but if there's not a time jump, like if they start the season and Maeve's still in America, then I think that there is a chance that maybe she comes back maybe halfway through the season. Like, you know, maybe we start the season with, oh yeah, like Maeve comes home in a month. Like I can't wait or like whatever. Um, and then maybe when she finally does come back, they can just be together. That would be nice. Even if we got to yeah. wait a couple episodes, that would be nice. Nicer I think than- she'll... She'll definitely be in the season. Don't yeah, know when. I think like, so too. I think there'll be some sort of time jump though. Like yeah. they might show flashbacks to like, you know, things that happened with Otis or what everybody else, you know, while Maeve was gone. And then mm-hmm. they'll have, you know, present days when she comes back. Maybe we'll get to see some of her time in America. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Well, talk to me about some other relationships who do we think is going to stay together who do we think is going to break up like what do we what do we think let's start with ola and lily do we think they'll still be together when we come back next season are they still together now i think so they kind of had that moment at the the eighth or whatever with the the thing with the the alien the aliens um i think they're probably still together. I don't think they're going to last, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think so either. I think... I think they do stay together. They had a really nice reconciling moment there at the end of that episode. Um, Obviously, we saw Steve and Amy break up. I think that breakup sticks, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. I think so, too. And I, I'm curious who... You know, Amy hangs out with now that Maeve's gone. I hope maybe her and Otis become friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hope so, too. I think maybe um, Steve might be a goner now, considering he was more of a secondary character and not a a foreground character, if you will. Um, I think Jean and Jakob's relationship could be on the rocks right now, depending on what that envelope says. Um, but I also think that Raheem and Adam are kind of on the, uh, kind of walking towards potentially starting a relationship. Yeah, I think they should both ditch Eric and just get together. Yeah. I think it would end up being a similar situation, though, where Raheem is very out and open and proud I think even a little more than Eric because he kind of was pushing Eric's boundaries a little bit Mm -hmm. and Adam is not quite he's definitely getting there though he did come out to his mom at the end of the episode which was Mm -hmm. nice to see I mean he went to the the school play and you know asked Eric to hold his hand so 
Everybody at school kind of knows. That's, yeah, it's true. Everyone at school knows. It's just, uh, you know, his personal life back home, mm-hmm. which his mom knows. Now he's just got to get over that dad boundary. Yep. Do we think that Hope is a goner? you think she's coming back next season at all? I hope she's a goner. Um, I don't, who, who's the headmaster now? Right now, they essentially don't have one have because one. the school's getting sold. Right. Let's mm. talk about that. What do we think is going to happen with that? Do we think they're going to save the school somehow? Probably. Right. Otherwise, what's going to happen? That's that's what kind of makes me a little hesitant to think that there'd be a time jump because I don't think they're just going to come back and say like, oh, yeah, well, this is how we saved the school. Like, no, that's a good plot line for the season, you know, is like them think like, oh, we only have two weeks to try to save the school. Like, that's at least a good plot line for the first couple episodes. Maybe it starts off where they didn't save the school and they all, you know, have to go to different schools or something, but then they find a way to get it back. Hmm, maybe. I don't know. I did, I liked, you know, how they took over the the thing and played their own little video. Yeah, when they were all dressed as like penises <laughs> and vaginas. <laughs> yeah. That was funny when they took over the orientation, like. Yeah. Oh man, I wish I could remember some of it. So funny. Just talking about tits. <laughs> Can't get over it. Um, what do you think about um, Isaac? You think he's still going to be in it? Or you think he's kind of done now? I think he's a goner now, too. I think Maeve moving in with, um, gosh, that lady. I don't remember her name. Um, oh, she's yeah. She's basically looking I over Elsie, right? The little sister, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think Isaac's going to be a goner there. Mm-hmm. I think what about gone. um about Ruby? I know a lot of people when I was looking up this on like Twitter and stuff, a lot of people really like Ruby and Otis together. Yeah, um Cameron is one of those people too. Cameron loves Ruby and Otis together. I'm not and... like a fan. I think it was good for both of them, but I don't mm-hmm. want them together. Yeah, I think when I think about their relationship, I think about the very beginning when like she was very much like you have to hold my bag and you have to do this and you have you to, have do to wear this. <laughs> right. And you have to wear this. And so that's what kind of rubs me the wrong way. But then I, I'll have to remind myself that like he told her about how like he didn't like that. And she basically like, you know, grew a little bit as a person and like stopped doing that. You know, um, I just... I don't know, she's, they kind of almost, like, write her as, like, the villain in a sense because she's, like, the mean girl, the popular girl, the whatever you want to call her. So they kind of almost make her unlikable until, you know, we see a little bit more of her when she's dating Otis and they have that moment with her dad and, you know. So I, I like, I want good things for her as a character maybe her and, now. Maybe her and Steve could get together. Her and Steve. That'd be cute. And wasn't everybody like thinking Steve was like super cute at the beginning anyway? Mm-hmm. And then Amy was like, oh yeah, that's my boyfriend. <laughs> that's Amy. my man's. Freaking Amy. Do we think Amy is going to 
get a new boyfriend next season? I don't know. I think there will be some new characters introduced. I think I so, know, too. You know, what their purpose will be yet, but it seems like that's been the thing in each season. Like, Ola and Jakob, they came in, what, season two? Mm-hmm. Even Steve. Then, Steve was a season two character, I think. Steve, and then Raheem, and... Isaac, and... Viv, you know, got introduced later. Mm-hmm. So I I think there will be some new characters introduced. Definitely. Maybe that'll happen when they go to different schools or something. I don't know. True. A lot of a lot of what ifs. A lot of up in the airs. But I am excited for season four. I know I'm gonna continue watching. Do you think you're gonna continue watching, Ken's the big question? I'm gonna keep watching. And only for, you know, Maven Otis. Yeah, you need to see if they end up together. I need to see it. And if they don't, I'm going to be really angry. <laughs> <laughs> even if like, even if they don't end up being endgame, I need to see them actually be together, you know? Right. See if it'll work, you know? Mm-hmm. Need to see it. I agree. I think we need to see it. So those are our thoughts. I think big wants and needs yeah. for season four, huh? Just Maven Otis, please. Maven Otis and... Amy being happy. Yeah, some happiness for Amy. Happy to see her on that bus again. Mm-hmm. But, well, shall we move on to uh, some exciting information? Yeah, let's get into some Binger Games talks. Yeah, we got some information, um, formatting, um, and announcements, so... Yeah, we uh let's talk binger games. We took all of the feedback very seriously that we got and decided to alter the binger games a bit. And we're really excited with what we came up with. We had a, a big brainstorming sesh on this. Yeah, agreed. I know one of the biggest concerns that our listeners had was how hard it is to judge a show off of just one or two episodes. So, with that in mind, we will now be watching an entire season of a show before scoring it. Yep, so basically, we're not going to have a a bracket anymore where we're going to be pinning two shows up against each other. We'll be doing all the shows against each other at once, rating the entire season, and the highest score wins. There will be four binger games each year, so a spring summer, fall, and winter games. And there will be anywhere from five to eight shows competing in a season, uh, depending on how many we can find. And each season will have a set theme. And we're really excited about this first theme. Well, some of us are. Oh, stop it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm, 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 I'm okay with the first theme. I like it. You like this theme because of the quantity. you're right not necessarily the quality but the quantity (laughs) (laughs) well let's not make them wait any longer kens all right the theme for the 2022 spring binger games is can i get a drum roll please (laughs) sitcoms
Basically, we had a fun little reaping ceremony last week. Uh, We had a fun little draft. We took turns drafting some good sitcoms, and some of us drafted some not-so-good sitcoms. Oh, my God. You don't even know if they're good yet. You don't even know if the ones that you drafted are good. Well, listen, I've got a good feeling. I've got a good feeling about some of them, and I've got a bad feeling about one of yours in particular. (laughs) One of them? Well, I had to do it because I knew the people would want it. Well, don't worry, Kens. I will go in with a completely open mind. I'm a fair judge. I'm just a little skeptical. We will see. I'm a little skeptical, too. You know, I gotta, if I'm being honest, sitcoms aren't 100% my thing. I mean, my favorite show is Friends, but (laughs) sitcoms in general aren't my thing. Yeah, but there'll be nice short episodes to get through, so it'll be a good way to start off, I think, the the new Bender Games format. Um, and the spring games will be starting on April 6th, so mark your calendars. Next episode, we will announce the sitcom lineup, so we'll reveal the shows. There'll be six shows total, so uh, we'll be back with that lineup on March 9th, and we will also be discussing a highly trending show that everyone's talking about right now, Euphoria. Yep, we're, uh, seems like we're always a little late to the game, but we're gonna catch up and start Euphoria. I'm actually gonna start it right after this. Me too. Um, you could check us out on social media at Pod. We're on all platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, so... Thank you all for continuing to tune in and keep on binging. Oh,